0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern Real Play podcast. I'm Paul, the GM for this campaign and showrunner for the LTM Gaming Podcast. Last time on The Crushing Depths, our players encountered a little bit of trouble as they attempted to jump the wall into the yard of the house they believe is where zelithrid the Illithid is holed up. Assassin Vines, not one of this group's favorite enemies. But, they made it over the wall, and this week, we'll find out if the little ones
1: awake. We hope you enjoy.
2: And you're now inside the wall. Where would you like to head?
1: To the front door. Part of me wants to head to that shed to see if there's some pruning
3: shears, but...
2: (laughs) I think we we probably just fill
3: with more assassin vines.
2: (laughs) I had to put assassin vines in the campaign somewhere just for teaching, because I know how much you love them.
1: Well that, like I was thinking for mine, like it probably doesn't fit the campaign at all, but I'm gonna have to find a way to <laughs> stick it in just so it's a running gag now.
4: You you could just if it's if it's a sci fi campaign, just say that they're like weirdly animated by
3: little shop of horrors kinda of thing. Right. I mean just whatever. Feed they're me some green more. nanobots taking the form of vines. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you guys you're maybe fifty feet from the front door of the house? You're just gonna walk up to the front door.
1: I would certainly like to stop and spot or Sir, I think we need to look a little bit before we walk right now. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, Make sure not, not any, like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna search any trip layers or anything or yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, if these if these things were specially set up set up as a defense, I got a twenty.
2: Okay. Is everyone else gonna search around a little bit. Just keep an eye out.
1: I got an eighteen on search. Okay,
2: Sal. So.
3: And, ooh, I rolled, well, I I wasted a 20.
2: (laughs) Nice. So, Sal and Vanessa actually both realize that the, told you before that the the pool was, you know, drained and cracked, and there was a a tree growing out of it. The tree is actually slowly moving towards you. Um, Oh, no. It does not look anything like the Overseer tree, which was black and rubbery. Sure. This, this one looks more like a tree with leaves. Um, it looks like an actual plant.
3: Does it look like one of them queer ant trees from them queer Lord of the Rings movies that Sal's nerd friend saw when he was a little boy?
2: <laughs> no, well, it's probably about 15 feet tall. That's taller than the Overseer was. It It's almost like a... Large, rather than a tree, it's more like a, a large bush, almost like a really huge, kind of you know, arborvita or something. Uh
4: A George W. As,
2: as it as it you know moves towards you, they, this large mouth-shaped hole opens. Oh, uh, super! It's filled with teeth of sharp branches and long thorns. Whereas like the overseer was. Actual mouths of bone teeth. This is clearly all plant, and it has two large arm-like uh, branches that sort of whip ar- whip out from it, and looks like it's you know trying to hug you from far
4: away. Aww, <laughs> it wants to give us a hug,
2: and it's very slowly. Um, sliding up the shallow end of the pool towards you.
4: I go, is everybody else seeing this?
3: I was searching for danger and I don't want like what I've seen. So to answer your question,
4: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, let's get inside. What if this thing is barring our way to get out? It's a freaking tree.
3: Then we'll go out another side, but for now let's go inside. I agree. Sal starts moving perhaps like in an arc, so that way if he like, if it's a straight line to the door, maybe he's going to walk away from the pool and, and towards the house and then, like, circle back towards the door. Basically mm-hmm. just trying to, like, keep a, a radial distance from the tree thing mm-hmm. if, if to the best of his ability without, like, going around to the backside of the house or something.
2: The other big difference between this and the Overseer is that this has no eyes that you can discern.
3: Is it moving towards us? Yes. Then it has eyes.
2: <laughs> okay. So, is anyone going to try and do anything, or are you just going to all sort of hustle to the door?
3: I said I'm walking, so. Okay. Unless someone yells. No, wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm leading the way, then.
1: <laughs> okay. That's fine. You guys can head to our, I'll make sure I'm keeping an eye on the tree and kind of covering it.
2: Okay. When you get, Sal, you get to the door and it's locked. <sighs>
3: The one thing i never
2: thought of. <laughs> you knock?
3: Yes. That's what you do when no one answers the door.
2: Okay. Uh, you your knock. knuckles leave dust prints on the door. There is no answer. And the tree thing is getting closer.
3: Can I ring the doorbell?
2: You, uh,
4: yeah. Is there
1: I ring the a doorbell?
4: doorbell. There is a button. It is not illuminated. I am stepping away from him when he tries to push the button.
1: <laughs> so sure, sort of I'm gonna make sure or, I'm or, <laughs> outside of a 30-foot radius of the door when he pushes the button.
2: You have about 10 seconds before the plant thing is going to get within range of Russ, who it's now fixated on.
3: Can I kick the door? Sure. Does the does the door open in or does it open out? In. I kick the door just to the side of the uh, doorknob.
2: Okay, you hit it. Go ahead and do all your damage.
3: Oh, eight.
2: So it sort of shudders in the frame, and you can hear a little bit of a crack, but it's not in yet. You got, like, one more chance before Russ is going to be within striking distance of the tree thing.
1: Uh, do I notice that it's fixated I'm gonna say only on me? I'm going to tell...
2: I'm Sorry, say one at a time. So Vanessa says, Russ, shoot it. What did you say, Matt?
1: I was asking, do I notice if it's, like, coming only at me or
2: it's definitely headed towards you in particular at this point cuz just because the way i imagine it, you're a little bit off to the side uh okay. because you're covering everyone yeah
1: i was gonna, i was to attempt to kind of start moving maybe down the uh down the way towards that shed and okay. see if it follows me or if it kind of keeps heading towards the group
2: yeah it's following towards you
1: Okay, then I'm gonna try to lead it away. For, give him a little bit of extra time.
2: Okay.
3: I will kick at the door again. Go ahead. Uh, ten damage this time.
2: Okay, it it bursts inward. The uh, the interior is unlit. I assume you're going in.
3: I move in what I think is a reasonable distance where if the tree managed to get. I don't think that the thing could move onto the porch, so it would have a reach, so I'm going to move outside the range of what I think that reach is to make sure that at least that far into the house it's safe.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's definitely too large to get into the opening of the door. So is everyone moving in? Courtney's just going to follow?
3: Yeah, and and I was was basically going to get in, make sure that there wasn't immediate uh, danger right there, and then I was going to call out um, to anyone who is still outside, to say, "Hurry in."
4: Okay. Vanessa. Uh, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna keep an eye on, I'm gonna kind of stand where I am, and keeping an eye on through my key or through the goggles, uh, Russ, what he's doing slash what Sal is seeing. So.
2: Okay. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you gonna go into the house or?
4: No, not yet.
2: Okay. The house, Sal, once you get inside, is, we're actually going to say it's very similar in layout to the Tommaso house that you grew up in. Um, so you get inside the front door and there's the, the stairs heading upstairs, to, you know, immediately in front of you and it's dilapidated, but surprisingly this house looks like it probably wasn't looted or squatted in at any point, whereas most of the houses that say you've investigated uh along this pike look like somebody used them at some point or stripped them of valuables or anything that could be of use, even to the point of stripping wood for firewood. This house is like just dusty and there's still intact furniture and it doesn't look like anyone's been in here in a while. Except that there are some type of tracks in the dust, uh, just like in front of you, up the steps and along the
1: hallway.
3: So, um,
2: Russ, you are still sort of leading the tree thing around.
1: Yeah, I was going to try to slowly like circle around that shed, and I don't know if it's going to get caught up in anything over there or.
2: There's just yeah. there's brush, and it kind of just tramples mm-hmm. through the brush. Not trample, but just sort of, yeah, you know. But- Pushes over it and crushes it.
1: Sure, I just want to make sure it doesn't get disinterested in trying to go back at them. I want it to keep following me. I'll just kind of keep leading it around in a circle over there, or, okay, or something. Let me so
2: check something. I just
4: want to see how smart it is. Uh,
2: yeah, okay. It just it continues to follow you.
1: Okay, good job, Russ. So a go team.
2: Um, Courtney's going to put her hatchet away and pop out the shotgun. And basically say, okay, let's get everyone inside here. Vanessa, can you tell Russ
4: to make his way around? Got it. And I will convey that. Russ, come inside. Okay. So I assume you're just kind of uh,
2: circling around, and
1: as I say, can can I try to? I don't know how. Let's see how much this thing's gonna try to follow me directly. Can I try to like circle past the pool and see if I can get it to like fall into the deep end?
2: Okay. Yeah, it just, it's going on a direct path to you. It, it thuds into the pool, into the deep end, and just continues forward like nothing happened. Okay. It just goes up to the shallow end and continues climbing out. It is clearly extremely heavy. Okay. When it crashes into the deep end, it, concrete is, just turns to powder. Oh, nice. But you, you managed to, everyone managed to get inside and you push the, the door shut, I assume, as far as it will go. Now that uh, Sal broke it out of the frame. After you shut the door, you're all standing in there after your narrow escape. And you hear uh, some scrabbling like a running dog almost on a hard floor.
3: And, um, I know that sound.
2: <laughs> <laughs> trying to get traction. And sort of a, a, almost a hound bang noise from inside the house. A what um, bang? Hound. Hound. Like a hound that has caught the scent of something. Oh, hound. Why yeah, was he? Of the he at the end of that, right? Whoa, what? Okay, good. <laughs> Too many people talking.
3: Steve and I both heard the letter T at the end of that word, not the letter oh. D.
2: Oh, hound.
3: No, no, no. We know what you're talking about now, but that's not yeah, what we heard need, yeah, before. Yeah, you
2: just need to enunciate. Oh, sorry. Yes, a hound baying, Uh and you hear the scrabbling both from upstairs and from the back of the house.
4: Lydia has her gun out, right? Yes, she does. Okay. I say... To her, trying to ease her attention. Stay close to, to me and basically follow Russ's lead. He knows what he's doing with his gun.
2: Okay. The, in,
1: <laughs>
2: the entire front of the house shakes, the entire structure of the house shakes as the tree outside slaps the front of the house with one of its big arms. <laughs>
1: Who is it?
4: (laughs) Housekeeping.
1: (laughs) You want me to fluff your pillow?
4: Those Girl Scouts are (laughs) They really want to sell us some cookies.
2: (laughs) You guys are all standing in the little sort of entryway and uh, at the top of the steps. So you hear these hounds bang, essentially, and at the top of the steps appears, both at the top of the steps and from either side, there are three of them, uh, appears... What do you mean, on either side? Like, you guys are standing in the entryway facing yep. the stairs. One from top. your left, and one from so your right. In,
4: in TJ's family room?
2: Yep.
3: Family City room. Room, living room, and...
4: And the top of the steps.
3: Top of the steps.
4: Uh, okay, so not the hallway to the dining room, or dining area. The kitchen. Not yeah. the hallway to the
2: kitchen, right. Got it. Okay. I'll read you the description of these things. Uh Somewhat feline in build, the stocky quadruped has a short tail, muscular legs, a thick neck, and a flat, broad head. Its fur is stone gray in color, and has large eyes of dull red. And its snout and jaws are long and full of small, sharp teeth. Oh wait! Oh, incredibly that's the right friendly one. and placeable. I gotta find
4: the Tarask. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the right one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought I was looking at the wrong thing. But that was the right one. Do they look friendly? Like they want? They
2: are not friendly looking at all. They have big sharp claws that are scrabbling on the ground, big sharp teeth, jaws that are long and full of small sharp teeth.
4: Yeah, they look like
2: unfriendly. Um, I'm going
4: to shoot the one.
2: The Oddly enough, the their heads are almost, if you imagine a dog's head, but um, the eyes are about five times as big and its head is essentially upside down. So the eyes are on the lower part of the head.
3: Weird.
1: Because that's not creepy. Yeah, I mean, this is basically becoming like a
4: Silent Hill video game or something, where just, everything's screwed up.
1: Yeah, At least Paul. they're not... Oh, I'm not going to say it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> good, good. I think that... Uh, the problem
2: was, I think that the book screwed up the labels on the picture, which is why I thought I had the wrong description.
4: Yeah, they've uh, done that sometimes.
2: Because the one... I was thinking has tentacles on the bottom of its jaw, but we'll just say it has some tentacles on the bottom of its jaw, even though
4: this is the wrong thing. What is it? Can you show us the picture? Oh, sh- it? yeah. it's so funny. You 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 want to keep certain things like a secret from us, and yet other things you have no problem with. Like oh, I just assume that these guys know that Leo's inside of Le- inside of Vanessa now. I don't care. But you really want to keep secret the thing that we could just look up and... No, I'm going to send you the picture. I know, but you're just going to send us the picture. Just tell me the it, name of it. I has,
0: can look
2: it up. Oh, it's in Lords of Madness. Then Oh. It's on page 155 of the book page. I figured it was just easier for me to cut the picture out and send it to everyone.
1: TJ That works,
2: too. Because I don't think everyone has Lords of Madness.
1: Yeah, everybody,
4: not too much. Everybody who's cool is. <laughs>
3: We're lucky I have a player's handbook.
4: <laughs> wow, fourth edition is going to rock.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> TJ, I want to climb this rope ladder. What do I do? Um I'm pretty
1: sure it's not just automatically do it. Oh, okay. I think
3: I think you should attack it.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> rope has a hardness of 107, doesn't it? Go. Okay, I'll put this into the
3: so you have to do a lot of damage so wait, before you Which climb one it. is
2: it? The kid grid. The critical one? Well, see, look at the bottom. The kid grid is labeled on the left of the picture.
4: Yeah. But the,
2: des- it, the description matches the thing that's on the right.
4: So then, it's the thing, so the picture, it's the thing on the right. Regardless yeah. of name, it's the, the right. it's the thing on the right. It's
2: the thing on the right, but I'm saying I was, I wanted the, the one with the tentacles on the bottom of its chin, but I don't want the stats of that one. Ah. Uh, Oh. So you're just modifying it. I'm saying it's the one on the right, except it has those tentacles on the bottom of his chin.
4: <laughs> okay. These are really disgusting. Lords of Madness is true. It's really gross. Yeah, it is. I like how you sound a little bit disturbed yourself, yet this is what you're choosing to go
2: for. <laughs> well, all will be right with the world when Sal
4: suffers some tentacle rape. Oh. <laughs> one goes down your throat and into every other orifice of your body.
3: Why that it if it went down my throat and it had to come out somewhere else? Huh. <laughs> what do you
4: So yeah? The old saying, a man with five wives. <laughs> <laughs> the old saying. <laughs> it's it is old standard.
1: Confucius say.
2: When when DJ is an old man. <laughs> back in my day, you know <laughs> what
4: we used to say? <laughs> we used to say fifteen holes. <laughs> Oh, yeah! Oh, you know, I hope that game makes us laugh as much when we're really old, so that we can just like. <laughs> DJ, I expect you to put that saying
2: on like Urban Dictionary or something.
3: Okay, so why
2: don't which... we? We should just put it on his tombstone. God, shelf.
3: this is horrible. So, which terrible thing are we? <laughs>
1: All of them. <laughs> um, we just haven't found the one in the middle yet. Right.
2: <laughs> the it's technically the one on the right, but it it has so there's the two little things on either side. It's the one on the right, but it has on the bottom of its jaw the tentacles off the one on the left. According to the description, if you look at that one on the right, the red spot on the bottom is actually its eye.
3: Horrible demon upside down monster faces.
1: With, <laughs> with tentacle chins. With tentacle
3: chin. And when they go nee, 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 they shoot bees at us.
1: So
2: you guys you basically have a choice. Are you gonna stand here or take your chances with the giant
4: tree thing? Well, we're totally taking down the cats, and we're totally shooting them. Okay. the, the shooting shooting thing is shaking the house... Yeah. It's like slamming the yeah. house. I don't feel like we have a great shot at it, minus the C4 that Lydia had, so...
1: I have some, too. Don't worry about it.
4: Yeah, but she pulled that out when you guys were being attacked by the pine.
1: Oh, way. nice. i thought. I'm not of... going
4: to tell your character that. I'm just telling you oh. that.
1: Yeah. I thought about trying to lead it around and, like... Getting a block ready and throw it in until it, like take two of these and call me in the morning and then run off and <laughs> see if I can have it blow up.
4: Oh no, I think she totally blow up the tree. That's not a bad <laughs> idea at oh, all. I'm saying she was doing it when you're getting it out. Yeah, when I, I know.
1: The vines that we're standing here. Yeah.
3: What was going to destroy the wall that we were sitting on top of or us.
1: Or everything.
3: Or both of us.
4: <laughs> Go ahead and everyone roll initiative.
3: Ten. Thirteen.
1: 16.
2: Okay, Russ, you're up first.
1: Oh, nice. I guess I'm staying in the back of the group. Yep. Since I came in last? Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, I guess I'll shoot for the one on the, on the left. Okay. And I've got both my pistols out. Okay. Okay, that'd be a 26 with the Goss pistol. That's a hit. And 22 with the Falcon 45.
4: Also a hit. Nice. <laughs> That's good, cause mine will probably both be misses.
1: <laughs> That's
2: alright. <laughs> Are you, uh, remember to keep into account your new bracers as well? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: let's see, it's four from the Goss pistol, and, whoo, twelve from the Falcon 45.
2: Well, it rips through its, uh, body and just keeps coming. Uh, Courtney is going to take a shot with her shotgun. At the one at the top of the steps. I understand this is all sort of happening at the same time, so it's like on its way down. Yay! She hits that thing. Does some serious damage.
4: I hope mine does non-serious damage.
2: <laughs> you just—you have one of those guns where the flag comes out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hilarious <Damn>. damage. <laughs> They'll die of laughter. <laughs> okay, so the, she. Pulls up, and she's got her shotgun out, Blast one, and your ears are all ringing.
4: Now it is Vanessa's turn. I'm shooting. I already said that. Okay. Ooh, that might have actually shot somebody. 18? No. Damn it! Well, I'm, not <laughs> sh- I'm not gonna shoot anymore, cause I'm pretty sure I'm gonna fail. Yeah, that's a miss. Sal, you're up.
3: Remind me, Matt. Who rush shot the one at the top of the stairs, or the one in the TV area, or the one in the sitting area?
1: Sitting area, uh, whatever's the left. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm not going to run uphill to fight, so I will run to my right to fight.
2: Okay. They so basically now have us to Russ taking on the one on the left, Courtney taking on the one on the steps, and Sal has established his position in front of the one on the right, and Lydia and Vanessa are kind of both behind them, hoping that the uh, tree thing doesn't break through the fall.
3: I rolled a one and I didn't fumble, so there's another one that I can't use tonight.
2: Wow. There's got to be some kind of record kept for how many ones TJ rolls in a single session.
3: Well, I just think
4: it's got to be how many. I mean, we got to think of what the highest number that he'll roll. What?
3: I've I've rolled a 20 already. Well, that's true. And a 19.
4: Uh,
2: Lydia's gonna take a shot with her pistol. She misses the one that Sal is engaged with. And... Probably for the best. Now it's their turn. Uh, they're all going to bite you. And so one's gonna bite at Russ. Uh, it's going to hit you. Oh. And, does uh, six damage. So you're up to 19. One's going to attack Courtney. And Miss Good for her. And oh, one's cool. gonna attack Sal. And also Miss. Um Sal, you still have your shield out you never put it away.
3: That is correct.
2: Yeah, that's good for you.
3: That would not be this is not an appropriate time to put away the magical shield.
2: <laughs>
3: the magical science shield.
2: I'll lunge at you and bite. And now it is Russ's turn again. You can shoot in melee, can't you, Russ?
1: Yes, I can. Yeah, it's like that. That's my awesome ability. So good I will call. try to shoot.
4: Huh? What did you say, Steve? I said good call.
1: Oh. <laughs> I heard and your name as well, Paul. 21. That's a hit. Okay, and the other one's a 17.
2: That is not a hit.
1: No, come on. That's three. And uh, You took care of the wounding before the ghost pistol?
2: Oh, no, so it's got wounding. Yeah. yeah. So yeah,
1: it takes another three and
2: and another one to wounding. wounding. All right. Courtney, unfortunately, she cannot shoot in. Any... That's only available to gunslingers, huh? That kind of sucks.
1: Well, it's one of the b- main benefits of that class is that you get to do that. Yeah. So she
2: she's going to, unfortunately. She's going to use her shotgun still, uh, but she's going to take an attack of opportunity for doing it, which luckily it misses, and she also misses. So there's an exchange where she just wildly shoots the top of the steps and the dog lunges and fails to take advantage of her terrible shot.
3: I feel like she was getting ready to take a shot, and then it swiped at her, and so she ducked away but still fired the shotgun.
2: Okay. That
4: sounds much like, more I, heroic. I, Thanks, I like TJ's
2: narrative. Oh, I bet you all like TJ's narrative better.
4: <laughs> uh, I don't like TJ's rolling better, but.
2: <laughs> go ahead,
4: Vanessa. I will tell Russ to use his, I'll say, Russ, use your psychic abilities to call the Ilithid, or whatever, I can't remember, I Steve can't remember the name, but I'm sure Vanessa would be able to. And then I'm going to shoot. Okay. Nope. Okay. Uh, Sal, you're up.
3: I briefly reach out with my mind and sort of call. I, I, I guess call is the best word I can come up with.
2: Wait, didn't Vanessa just tell Russ to call? I meant Sal. Oh, okay. Yeah, she did.
1: I, I was going to come back with a witty rejoinder. But, like, you want me to do what?
3: Yeah, I, I wasn't even paying enough attention screaming. to realize that the name was wrong because I assumed that he was talking about me. And I will, I will you know, I'll call out and to try and find out if he's even here. Okay. And if he, uh, so the, the, the short message will be, are you here? Uh, we're being forced to fight animals. Cause that way, if he, thinks, they
2: are you here?
3: So based on word length that I'm allowed, I'll just do the, are you here? And if I'm allowed more, you know, we're being forced to fight animals, but
2: are you going to use his name? Yes. Okay.
3: I am, but TJ, embarrassingly, also can't remember his name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> his name is Zelithorid?
3: Yeah. See, there's too many X's in all of these names. <laughs> what was the name of the guy that uh we flew with in the helicopter?
2: Manzacorian? Yeah. <laughs> which doesn't have an X in it?
3: <laughs> sure it does.
2: Sure it does. Uh but They're
3: all super cool names, but y- yeah.
2: So, that
3: was sorry. Just the only one that has an X, but yeah, but you know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway. We're going
4: to have to agree to disagree.
3: <laughs> yeah. You see it from your way and I see it from mine. So yeah, so that, that will be like my vocal action, but my other action will be punching the cat.
4: Okay.
3: And by punching the cat, I mean probably rolling a one, but let's find out.
2: Always exciting.
3: Ooh no. Instead of a one is an eighteen. So uh twenty-nine is my that, total.
2: That's
1: that's definitely a hit.
3: And uh fifteen is my total.
1: You punch it good in the face. Can I interject with an action point? Use certainly and do I get to use my attack of opportunity and shoot across the room at that one he just punched?
2: Yeah. Nice. Is there a reason you couldn't that I don't know I don't, about? I'm
1: just, I'm just making sure you're not gonna say, oh yeah, you turn and like shoot, you know, Lydia who's standing right behind you. <laughs> you well wait. you shoot right between South Leg.
3: There you go. Is is there an issue with you being engaged in melee and turning to ranged attack something else?
2: Uh what's the actual text of the close combat thing say? Or close what is it called? Close combat shot. Close
3: combat shot. shot.
1: It just says no attack of opportunity for shooting in close combat on the thing here. Let me
3: look at where. Oh, but that that um, sounds like that there shouldn't be an issue then.
2: Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think you have to be attacking the person that you're being threatened by. It just says you can make a ranged attack. So I don't. Know why and, I, and
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It just says I don't cause them basically. So.
2: Yeah. So go ahead.
1: Okay, and let's see here. Do 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 do, do twenty five. That's a hit! Yay! Nice. And that'd be 8, plus 1 wounding.
2: Alright, and now it would be Lydia's turn. She's going to once again take a shot. Oh, holy crap, she actually rolled well. She's shooting at the same one that uh, Courtney is shooting. Um, She did the least amount of damage she possibly could. Uh, So she sort of moved up next to Courtney to take a shot, but she's still hung back a bit so she's not actually being threatened by the kid grid. Uh and now they are going to start biting people. First, the one is going to try and bite at Russ and totally hit you.
1: Oh.
4: It had to happen sometime, buddy. Well, he's been got been, yeah. been got been gotten hit and <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> You want to start over on that one? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Man, living out in New York has really changed his language. <laughs> Six damage.
1: I I done got hit.
4: You done got hit.
1: Real good. good.
2: Real good. Uh, Courtney does not get hit. Neither does Sal.
3: Darn tootin'.
2: And they all take their wounding damage. Well, two of them take wounding damage. And now it's Russ's turn again. All right. The uh, tree thing continues to pound at the front of the house,
1: and it's uh, slightly
2: concerned that the door is not going to hold
4: very much longer. All
1: right, I'm gonna but shoot you myself
4: slightly. Right. What? You did say only slightly, right? Concerned. Yes, slightly concerned.
2: There you go. I'm fine. <laughs> Twenty and twenty-one. Well, that's it. Wow, nice. you guys are lucky match
1: So in it. well, Misses well every night. Seven and a wounding, then six.
2: When your fighting looks,
1: I think I think I have weighted dice, mine are weighted in the good direction. <laughs> good. Hold no, on. I think TJ, TJ's make up for it, so... <laughs> but see, TJ would be awesome if we were playing something that rolled the other direction.
3: No, it's not. We've that tried isn't... this experiment already, man. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you remember Dark Conspiracy? Oh, I, I then
3: like... I, 20s. <laughs> I then? roll 20s. Now I roll 1s.
1: But were they the same dice?
3: Yes, for okay. the most part.
1: Okay. I said, no, if you've replaced them, and now you've got ones that should be playing the other direction, so...
2: In the meantime, uh, it was Courtney's turn, and she did the same exact thing she did last time. So I believe it was she went to take a shot, the dog lunged at her and messed up her shot, but she still fired into the wall. Somehow worse this
4: time. Vanessa, you're up. Steve, unmute yourself. I'm not muted. you can hear. I'm thinking.
3: Oh, okay. Usually you do a good job of responding right away. So in the case you're yes, using was... your words, I didn't want you to be <laughs> wasting breath.
4: I'm going to aid... Russ, okay. Uh, to shoot better. Okay. And I failed. Really? Well, I need to roll a 10, and I have to use my attack bonus. So yeah. That's a 3. Oh. So. It's okay. If it
1: was using some sort of skill,
4: I would be awesome at it, but.
2: So, you have to roll an 8 or better for it to succeed, right? Right. Yeah. Do you have knowledge of tactics?
4: No? Probably not. Nope. I have knowledge of arcade lore. <laughs> Do I know what these things are? How about that? No, you don't. You didn't even have me roll, jerk. <laughs> okay, roll. No. That's, no, that's, no, that's how sure he is. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so now it is Sal's turn.
3: Think of it like this, Steve. Um, Russ is doing so well, you'd have to roll amazingly to make him any better.
1: Well, oh, a, damn yeah. it
2: like instead of a plus 2 to roll a 10 you're, you're yeah instead of a plus 2 to beat their armor class you have a plus 2 to beat a 10 right what you're aid another like you're giving a plus 2 to someone you have a plus 2 to your roll either way if you attack or if you try and aid or
4: you well, have, have a plus I have a plus 3 if I just uh, tried to three. shoot myself
2: and you have a plus 3 on helping rust shoot so Right, right. I'm yes. You're either rolling versus a ten or against their armor class,
4: which is which I already know I failed when I rolled a fifteen. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway.
3: I'm guessing it, a twenty three hits.
4: Yeah.
2: I hope so. Why were you up that Matt?
3: Oh, I was gonna say, I I just
1: realized they've been point shaving. I forgot yeah. the point blank shot, it gives me plus one to damage. Oh. Uh, also, so that's, <laughs> nice. Yeah.
3: Ten damage.
2: It's gonna be the difference between your life and your death.
1: It probably will be.
2: <laughs> okay, you hit for ten damage. Sal.
3: That is correct.
2: Lydia will take another shot at the stairway creature. Oh my God, she hit again. It does slightly better damage this time.
4: I need to get a masterwork or plus one gun. You could just borrow Russ's bracers. <laughs> But then I'd have two cool objects and you'd have none.
2: Yeah, that's
3: true. I already have one cool object. I'm not going to ask.
2: <laughs> oh, good lord. And yeah, They're all attacking you again.
3: <laughs> they're all attacking you, Sal.
2: Russ gets hit again.
3: Uh-oh,
1: this might not be good. Ouch. So... As I go down, can I call for a medic? uh uh-huh. We've got
2: hyposprays. And you take 10 damage. Oh, Whoops. That puts you at zero, exactly. Yep.
1: And I call for a medic.
2: So you are... You're not down. Uh, you are disabled, I believe, is the technical. Once okay. you hit exactly zero. Yeah, you are disabled. You're not unconscious. You're close to it. You can only take a single move or attack action each turn, but not both. Nor can you make full round action. So you can't you won't be able to attack with both guns if that's what you choose to do.
1: Okay,
3: I have to go Uh, look at...
2: If you uh, do anything that's strenuous, you take one point of damage after completing it.
3: Okay. Luckily for you, those triggers aren't very heavy. (laughs) A hair trigger. Sorry, that wasn't for the joke.
2: (laughs) Courtney actually manages to connect with her shotgun and does maximum damage, which is 2 die
3: 8. The cat animal got tired of all of this loud stick-making noise, so I went to go bite the stick, and that's when Courtney pulled the trigger.
4: <laughs> Vanessa's turn. I asked if um, Russ didn't go down, did he?
2: He did. Uh, you also noticed that the plant monster outside has now ripped off a portion of the porch. Not like, the door, though. Like the roof. So it can get closer.
4: Oh, awesome. I'm going to go hypo spray Russ. Okay. With the more potent one of the two that I have, Okay. or the two that I was given on my pack. Yep. Do I have to roll anything?
2: It's two die eight. You can roll. Oh, but like. Okay. Three. And it'll be. Yeah.
4: Two.
2: So five. And then, so Russ heals nine damage. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> eight damage. He should be at twenty-seven. I mean, yeah, you have eight hit points. <laughs> yes. The way the sheet, the shorthand sheet is, I have to put in how much damage you've taken. So you've taken 27 points of damage now.
1: Okay. That Great. sounds right.
2: Yeah. Okay. And uh Sal, it's your turn.
3: I guess I punch again.
2: You hear on this turn, hello.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I say, "Are I ask, are these your pets? If you can't call them off. I'm going to attack again. Okay. I hit again.
2: Yay, TJ.
3: Back-to-back 12s and 11 damage.
2: Okay. Lydia takes a shot. And, wow. Well, Good a-
3: lord, do these things have a lot of hit points.
2: <laughs> Lydia just rolled a critical. Uh, I rolled a 20 and then a
1: 19. Nice.
2: So, she just shoots the one by Courtney and the face. Okay. If we were playing 4th edition, I would say they were all bloodied. (laughs) Uh, Matt, you're getting attacked again. And thankfully it misses this time. Woohoo! Courtney gets attacked. And she takes a hit. So it it managed to bite her on the gun hand while it was going off of its face. And Sal, you get hit for 10 damage. You should be down to 11.
3: That is correct.
2: And they take their wounding
1: damage.
2: And Russ, you're up.
1: Alright, that I means you try to ventilate this dog at long last. <laughs> oh come on. Uh fourteen and eleven.
2: Neither hit. Yeah. Somehow the luck turned in TJ's favor and away from Matt.
1: I think that's how it works.
2: <laughs> you guys can't be good at the same time.
3: No, pretty if much we not. did. We
2: kill everything.
3: Yeah, <laughs> or die when we were bad at the same time.
2: He hits again and does <laughs> exactly minimum
4: damage this time. I balanced out. Vanessa, you're up. I'm going to aid again. Okay. Because I don't feel that I'm doing any. I can do much of anything else. Which one? Which
2: person? Yeah. Uh,
4: I'll I'll switch to Sal.
2: Okay. Uh, I got it. Okay. So Sal gets plus two on his next attack?
4: Correct. Okay.
2: It is Sal's turn.
3: Alrighty. Punch, punch, face, face. Uh, I'm guessing a 13 does not hit.
4: That does not hit. Uh, so stupid 13 turn. even with a plus two?
3: Oh, do I get a plus two? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: 15 also does not hit. I know it doesn't because I rolled a 15 and still didn't hit, so.
2: Uh, Lydia, well, this time she definitely missed. She got so excited with her previous success. And now it's their turn. And simultaneously, all three of them decide to disengage and move away from you. Does the tree stop, too? The tree also stops, yeah. The, the house stops shuddering. Uh, they're going to move away, just sort of abruptly move away. If you guys want, you could take your attack of opportunity at this point. Anyone who's engaged. I'm
4: not, so... I mean, I'm not engaged, therefore.
3: They're all pulling away, you said? Yep. Does Sal notice that they all are, or does he only notice that the one with him is?
2: Um, Sal, you can actually hear in your head, come to the basement.
3: Okay. That, is, that doesn't um, sound ominous. <laughs>
2: can,
3: can I tell every... Can I take a second to tell everyone?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. I tell everyone. I he's he's responded. Uh We can. He's called off the pets. He's invited us to meet him in the basement.
4: I say I hope I hope he wasn't overly fond of that one. Pointing to the one that's dead. There's no dead one. Oh, I thought one of them died. No.
1: Nope. nope. No. All bloodied.
4: Never mind. Try I it.
1: shot one up. Cell punched one up.
2: I laid have all three. The in like if you guys had decided to all say concentrate fire on one of them, you'd have probably killed off two by now. Mm-hmm. But they're all very even in damage. It's kind of interesting, but yeah. Anyway, so everyone takes a breath. You can hear the plant shuffling away.
1: I think I'm going to take a hit of the extra awesome hypo spray. <laughs> okay, that's two Remi- die
4: two die eight.
3: Remind me again what we have? We have a. Hypo spray and an extra awesome one?
4: We yeah. have a cure moderate wounds and a cure light wounds. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I get seven.
4: That's what you rolled total?
1: Yeah.
2: So you actually get ten.
1: Okay. I'll buy that.
3: I'm going to use my cure light wounds one. Okay. So. Ooh, I rolled an eight. Hot shit. So you get Nine. So I'm up to 20.
2: And Vanessa is unhurt. Courtney's also going to use one of her little hypospray things. She got bitten. And now she looks completely fine. So she just kind of looks at you. Are you ready for this, sale?
3: I guess we'll find out.
2: Why don't you lead the way?
3: I ask him, uh, how do we get into the basement?
2: Uh Come straight ahead.
3: Okay. So... I tell everyone, here, follow me, and I start moving straight ahead.
2: And he, he leads you to the basement door.
3: Okay. I open it and proceed down.
2: Okay. These guys go down the steps. Uh, the house have changes from this abandoned, old, unused home into clearly uh, used space. It's obvious that he's probably been here a while. Most of the basement space... I mean, it's all sort of furnished and finished and upkept. um Bright lights, actually, sort of uncharacteristic from what you've seen for other illithids. There are, like, bright fluorescent-type lights about. And most of the space is occupied by different lab equipment, essentially. And he has quite an extensive lab. There's a small... Like, little sleeping area. Uh, you also notice that there's a sort of rough door out of the side, the, uh, southern side of the basement. A rough door? Door. Yep. Like, the basement wall was sort of just cut into. And a door. What added. is the
4: rest of the wall made of?
2: Cement. Oh.
4: Oh. Okay.
2: And, uh, of course, Standing at the bottom of the steps and looking up at you as you come down is a Litharid. It was an Illithid. I won't go through the whole description again. He looks much like every other Illithid you've met.
4: It's pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> went through this last time. Still racist. I was hoping you'd learn. It was TJ last time. I know. And now it's you. You've come down to TJ's level. How does that make you feel?
3: Probably pretty bad.
4: It's contagious. (laughs) He just kind of looks at Sal.
3: I say, we've been sent by the... Would it it be the council that sent us? The order. The order? Okay. We've been sent by the order. They have some interesting new things to share with you, and they'd like you to return to get your input.
2: This is quite a curious... Sensation. He looks at the rest of you. Do you all talk like this? And you know Russ and <laughs> The Russ, blank stares that we give back. <laughs> Russ and say I'll just get those strange colors and smells in their head.
3: No. I I, I tell him I'm the only one who is able to communicate with you or your kind.
2: How did the you rest achieve of- this? he he's like moving away from the steps sort of implying invitation into his space like you're supposed to follow him
3: and and I'm sorry Paul what did you say he had asked how did how you did,
2: achieve this
3: it's actually unclear to me at this point uh how it how it started um i only recently in the past few days was able to discover that i had this ability
2: as you're talking to him, I assume you're talking in your mind, and as you're talking to him, he pulls out what looks to you like almost archaic medical equipment. Like, he's got, like, a stethoscope and, uh, like, I don't know what they're called, but the, the, e- the thing they look in your ear with, and he's like... Unless you're gonna stop him, he's coming up to you and like looking in your ear with the stethoscope, or not with the stethoscope, with the ear thing. He clearly
4: doesn't understand
1: how it
2: works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are you gonna? I mean, he's like gonna just start examining you uh, as well as like physically, but as well as probing you mentally. And you can tell that he's like examining the structure of your brain with his brain.
3: It's you're... not a
2: pleasant sensation.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, I I say uh, please, can can this wait?
2: But you're here now.
3: Well, it's it's true, but I'll also be back with the um order.
2: Now why don't you just stay here?
3: Well, because we will have other tasks, and uh, I so I I, I cannot stay here for very long we have to leave shortly to be able to return. But as I said, there are things that you might find that are interesting to you now that, you know, that, that weren't available to you when you left. Um, for example, I, I was asked to tell you that, um, uh, the overseer, is that right, Paul? Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, overseer DNA has been obtained. Um, I was told that might be of particular interest to you.
2: That is interesting. Do you have it with you?
3: Uh, no. Again, um, it's it's something that it exists back at the uh, at the order headquarters.
2: He kind of turns away and waves you off. Well, just just bring me some. That would be sufficient. I
3: I, I wasn't really told when, uh, but but why why do you choose to work out here? as opposed to back at the base.
2: I'm just going to pause for a minute. Are, what are you, Russ and Vanessa, doing? Uh, are you standing on the steps? Are you going to, like, come down into the basement at all? Courtney's kind of bringing up the rear, and Lydia's basically just following Vanessa at this point, though she still definitely has her gun out.
1: I'll definitely come down and be kind of near Sal, but I, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, too overt with, you know, like having my guns like right in its face or anything. i just have yeah. them, I'm still holding them, but definitely have them kind of down and pointed away. Okay. I'd probably, uh,
4: I'd just, I think I would try to provide support just for Sal. Or, yeah, for Sal. So I'd just be trying to stand near him maybe.
2: Okay. So you asked him, why does he choose to work out here? Uh, he replies to you, oh, there's less distraction, less foolish disagreement.
3: Who, who, I'm sorry, uh, no one told me of any disagreements. Who is bothering you?
2: He looks at you puzzled. You want me to come back?
3: Well, that's what I was sent to do, was to ask you to return so that you could uh, look at some of these new finds
2: and i disagree
3: you disagree with what
2: this is a disagreement
3: well i'm i mean i'm not giving an opinion i'm telling you what i was asked to do
2: why should i come back
3: pardon me a moment and i turn and look at everyone else and i um start verbally expressing you know a little bit of the back and forth that we're having and I, I sort of say to everyone, and so, is does he know what,
1: what just happened in Crazy Town?
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm see,
1: but he probably doesn't care.
3: I was going to say I almost worried that that might just incline him to mm-hmm. stay out here more.
2: He's meanwhile, he, Zelothrid is clearly now has turned his attention to Vanessa. He's like in your face, Vanessa.
4: I'll do my best to not be recoiling in horror.
2: <laughs> He's caressing your cheek with one of his tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he goes, he, so, now so, you're talking and Xelithrid uh, talks to you again and says, is this also a new thing? In reference to Venice?"
3: What do you mean?
2: He says, these two people share a mind. Why would you do that?
3: Um I'm not entirely sure that I understand which two there, there's the dude is it clear to me that he's talking about Vanessa? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, um,
4: he was like all of in my grill. Yeah.
3: What um what two people are you talking about? Those two. I'm. I'm sorry. I can only see one.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Have you decided why I should return with you?
3: I say to everyone else. He's still debating whether or not to return with us.
2: Roll a sense motive check. <laughs>
1: First, I was seeing colors and flavors, and, and I are talking about two people. And
2: do not use it pregnant. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah,
4: I didn't use it on myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it probably has a warning label like not to be handled by women who are pregnant or may become pregnant.
2: Right. Your role is totally a three, DJ.
3: Because my sense motive is zero. So, yes, my role is totally a three.
2: Okay. You're not sure. Uh, you get the sense that he's already decided basically what he wants to do, but you have no idea what that might be. You just get the sense that he's toying with you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I think TJ actually got that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like, he already made up his mind, and he just kind of is enjoying the messing with you. Courtney's like, you told him about the DNA, right?
3: Yes, I, I told him, I explained to him that there's the overseer DNA that he's wanted to come and consult on that. Uh, I,
1: you might have some DNA from the other guy still on your brass knuckles if he wants to examine that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw that into the pot.
2: <laughs> so uh, abruptly he says, well, we will return in the morning.
3: He said, we will return in the morning? Yep. I, I, it's so a terrible one that he just said that and I turn back to him and I say, so, You hear it
2: quick, so, oh thank god, from Courtney.
3: <laughs> so, and I turn back to him and I say, so you agree, uh, we'll, we'll stay the night, if, if, if it's okay, we'll stay the night here with you and then t- in the morning we'll all return?
2: Uh, as long as, uh, we can pack up my experiments before then.
3: Which experiments might those be?
2: he he points That's at
0: the, everything every,
2: right? Yeah, he points at the entire side of the basement which is filled with various lab equipment
3: i just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like also the three cats and like the horror tree
1: <laughs> <laughs> they might fit into a smaller uh, box now that... those are completed experiments
2: <laughs> incidentally the the horror tree is actually a was actually a tendriculose. love those. It's uh, it's on page 241 of the Monster Manual if you wanted to see a picture. I think you should plant one of those. It's a good thing you didn't try to fight that and the cat
4: things. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: Would we have won even if you were trying to fight that thing?
2: No, you wouldn't have died, but uh, your encounter with Zylithorid would have been more unpleasant.
4: Is he really trying to, his like, tree? Yeah.
2: No, I mean, if you would, if, if you had failed in your fights, you would have been essentially captured by him instead of just coming to him. Gotcha. So, yeah. But, anyway.
3: reef for everyone who told me to try and talk to him. Yay, team.
2: Yeah, that was a good <laughs> idea. I think that was Vanessa's idea.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought it was. But we'll say it was buddies. But I don't <laughs> like Steve.
2: <laughs> um,
3: just kidding. So sure. we're, love. We're,
2: we're almost done for the night, but I uh, just want to go through just through the actual a little bit further in the future. Uh, so if you guys have anything you wanted to say or do right now, um, essentially, is going to tell you, oh, just w- we'll rest for the night and uh, depart in the morning. And he's going to indicate that's to sal that he has a large truck in the garage that you're going to help him fill and you're going to drive it into the city
3: i'm going to tell that to courtney to find out whether or not that is acceptable
2: okay she's gonna go off to the side and like get (laughs) on her communicating thing and uh You know, she relays this and basically says, well, as long as he's coming, we're, you know, we're happy with whatever terms he can give us to come, essentially. So it might take a little longer, but that's fine.
3: Okay. And I'll say to him, in order to maintain secrecy, would you like to travel back by helicopter and have some of us take the truck?
2: That won't be necessary. I will stay with my experiments. Very good. So he's going to pretty much assume that you guys are all going to go to sleep. He sort of shoes you out of the basement. Um, So you, like, Cordy's just like, well, let's stay in the house at least. So you kind of, the, it seems like each dog thing has its own little nest. Um, So you end up, not in the living room area, but in the sitting room area. One of the dogs has its nest like back in the dining room area and in the um, TV room, and then there's one like just at the top of the steps, essentially. So you guys kind of all just camp out in the sitting area, and eventually, are you, is someone going to keep a watch or anything like that? Where you feel fairly safe at this point. It's
4: not that I feel safe, I, I just feel like he doesn't care yeah. enough about us and there's already a tree and animals guarding, you know, this place. Yeah. So.
3: I feel like if there's something that's too tough that they can't just take care of it, they will at least make enough noise in trying to take care of it that, uh, you know, we'll be okay. Okay.
2: Um, eventually, oddly enough, Sal, you realize that Zolitharid has come up and basically decided to sleep near you
4: all. (laughs) Oh, I love weird cultures.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Again, partway through the night, Sal wakes up to the sound of illicit communication noises, except this time it seems like Xillifer is asleep, and you're hearing him in almost a dreamlike state. And it's sort of a weird crooning song, almost. And you can tell it's directed at Russ. You hear Zelithrid essentially quietly, it's, it's almost like a lullaby, uh, calling little one awake, come forth. And Russ, you take six points of damage.
1: Oh, good. Oops. I'm glad I took that big one.
2: (laughs) And scream out as a series of three slits on either side of your throat open up. Uh, You now now have
4: gills. Oh, awesome. (laughs) And the ability to breathe underwater. It's what you wanted, though, for Christmas.
1: Yeah, you know.
2: (laughs) And so we will stop there with uh, Sal is essentially watching as Zillithrid. To us, and he grows gills and screams out in the night.
3: Good night, Steve. Good night, Matt. Good night, Paul. Good night, Moon. Good night, Bear. And we'll leave it right there for this week. Thanks for listening to
0: the LTM Gaming podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com on Twitter, at LTM Gaming, or reach us via email at podcasts at ltmgaming.com. We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you'd like to leave on iTunes. Tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Depths.